There are two ways right now that you can help support Tights and Fights. Number one, obviously, is becoming a member of Maximum Fun and supporting us directly with your monthly donation. We appreciate everybody who has. The other way that you can support us is with a really nice five-star rating and review on iTunes. Believe it or not, those ratings and reviews do help new people find the show. It is a sign of strength and health for a podcast to have tons of people going onto iTunes to tell other folks what they think about their favorite wrestling podcast. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Daniel and there's guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and stars galore we got stars galore you're gonna hear a show like never before the topic is wrestling and we'll do it right because you know that you listen to tights and fights happy max fun drive everybody and it's wrestlemania week welcome to tights and fights the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves i'm your podlympian hero hal lublin and i'm joined by my fellow members of the nation of conversation the kitten master danielle radford hello and Brit, who keeps it lit, Lindsay Kelk. Hello. <laughs> this week, we've got WWE's biggest pay-per-view coming up on Sunday. Hmm. Yep, it's time for the Bash at the Beach. Just kidding. Wouldn't that be nice? Instead, <laughs> it's WrestleMania. Hit the music. Who will survive? WrestleMania, fighting to survive. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> and we're going to change things up a little. <laughs> we're going to go through the matches on Sunday's show that have had major developments this week. If they haven't, just head back to our previous episodes and you'll hear our thoughts on them, all right? Start it out. Let's talk about the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Boy, we're playing it fast and loose with developments that are major, aren't we? <laughs> this is the match's fourth year. Has it been a more interesting way to get people involved on the card? I don't think so. What do you think, Danielle? <laughs> it is a great way to see, like, oh, this is the next person that they're going to start really putting some putting some shine mm -hmm. on. So for that, I think that it's it's an interesting thing because you kind of get to you kind of get to see into the future a little bit. Like, oh, I didn't see, I didn't foresee that they were all of a sudden going to go all in on Elmsworth or whatever. But like, look, they're <laughs> like, you know, I you know, I, I didn't know that this was going to be an all Enzo year or whatever winds up happening. So um, for that, it's kind of it's super interesting. Lindsay, I mean, if the big hog goes over. Then, like, I'm suddenly more interested in Big Hog! Big <laughs> That should be his new music. And do you remember the third person who won the, the After the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? That was Baron, right? That was Baron. The Lone, oh, no, we have Baron Corbin. We oh, have yeah, and a big show? Big okay, show. you got it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I actually went to the trouble of looking to see who had been announced for it because mm -hmm. I didn't know. And it's like, oh, it's like Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman and a load of other guys. And they may as well just bill it as and a load of other guys. The Usos <laughs> are in there. They're yep. the tag team champions. Tons of tag teams. American Yeah, Alpha. it's all yeah. tag teams, which all... sucks because it's like they're not going to win. So yeah. you may as well literally have them get in the ring and then climb right back out because no one from a tag team is going to win, right? <laughs> so you've actually probably got four people in this match and mm -hmm. we know like three of them. So... Unless they're going to bring up someone from NXT again, which feels like they won't because they did it last year. Or at least if they bring them, they won't win. Yes. So is it it's Sammy or Braun? 
Like, I don't know. I think know. it's Braun Strowman's year. I can't, yeah. I, and they have, like, I, I will say this. Like, we've mentioned, I mentioned Barry Corbin a couple minutes ago. They still announced him as the winner yeah. of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I was there backstage when they put his plate oh, really? on the oh. trophy. I got oh, to cool. see the trophy because uh, my buddy Wynn worked as a carpenter. So she was like, here's the trophy. <laughs> and it's huge. It also does not look like gold at all the closer Aww. you get to it. Well, I think once uh, they smashed up Cesaro, is it, it just fell apart like Lego bricks. You were kind of sad. Now it's made of foam. Like, it's just memory foam Cesaro. now. Cesaro. <laughs> oh, it's like the stuff the astronauts use in space. Yeah, it's made out of astronaut ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is astronaut ice cream. It's light and delicious. Yeah, but I think they can build, like, the year Big Show won... They made a big deal because I guess that was their chance to compare him to Andre the Giant yeah. one more time. But the biggest development in that match was uh, was Mizdow breaking up. Right. And yeah. they wasted it on the pre-show yeah. of WrestleMania. Right. It was one of their hottest angles. Yeah. Imagine. So, imagine WWE wasting an angle on a pre-show. <laughs> it's such it's crazy. I know. You know what? Speaking of which, let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Is that a scramble? Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a step. Yeah. Nope. Right. We have no idea what the stipulation is. But guess who made her big return on Tuesday just in time to be part of the match? Let's hear a clip and see if you can guess. I'm not going to tell you. That's right. And I am officially entering the SmackDown Women's Title Match. So, oh, it gives me chills. She's mm-hmm. so Come over. This Sunday, I thought about you the whole time watching this. You should. Every time you see her, you I do. Everybody is gonna feel. Oh, God, she's so over. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> oh, it's feel so beautiful. I think, I think an angel just feel got its glow. wings because... I, I have chills. Feel the glow is legit. over. It's over. It's over like Rover. <laughs> yeah. The crowd finished it. They remembered. And when she was on Talking Smack, she changed it up to it's glow time. As that's well, which great. I was like, that's even better. Yeah. It's glow time. Both. That's going to sell some shirts. That it's glow time. Wear, it's Beautiful. glow time. Yeah, I'd wear an it's glow yeah. time shirt. So I think uh, I'm not speaking out of school to say that all three of us in this small room would prefer that this match be on the main show rather than the pre-show, right? Yeah. Yes. Not speaking yeah. out of school yeah. there, but... Uh, how are you guys feeling about its potential to be good? Naomi being back for this match has made this feel like something with stakes yes. and like a real yes. thing again, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, me, blah, 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 two dudes. But like, it, it went from being like, all right, like from feeling like the Andre the Giant <laughs> Memorial Women's Match right. to now like it feels yeah. like a real thing now that Naomi yeah, I is back in it. the picture. I want to see and it. And it's, it's, it's her town. They're is it her hometown? To Did they mention that? Yes. I don't know if they did. Yeah, did I they? Oh, they did. I think. Let me check. Where is she from? Can we just know. play some footage? Do, do we have anything that would prove that she's from Orlando? <laughs> <laughs> Come this Sunday in my hometown. Oh shit! I asked for it. Yeah, All right, to be fair, I did ask for it. So like, <laughs> what's the I don't land know. speed of that one? That <laughs> bursting out. That would be so. Know. That'd be so. The great. only thing I. Would have, I mean, apart from it not being on the pre-show, which mm-hmm. makes me kind of sad inside, but we're used to that. Um, I, I do, and I know it would never happen, but I was like, man, what if this had been the first women's ladder match? That would have been Because you've got women in there that yeah. I bet Bliss would be amazing in a ladder match. Natty would be good in a ladder match. Naomi would be so great in a ladder match. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mickey James Mickey would probably James go would some crazy. James would be super into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Carmella would do, but she'd be there. She'd, she'd be there. Mo- and, she'd moonwalk you know? from one ladder oh. to another. <laughs> Uh, I know like, yeah. they're not going to do that, but that's. I might take a little nap and pretend they are doing it, and then yeah. just someone wake me up. 
I yeah. unabashedly I love the SmackDown women's division. Yeah. And I I think it's got a ton of talent in it. I even think Carmella's talented. She is. She's not she she's, is. She's not the her best in the ring, but mm-hmm. she's her character work is really good yeah. and now like she and Ellsworth which seemed like a throwaway it's for so both good. of them, has become like, Hey, when he introduced her this week, yes. he was so amazing. Yeah. Such great heat. He and then so her bringing great. him in and giving him the, the gum, gum before the she match. She fully Joey Ryan him with the gum. Fantastic. It was disgusting, and I loved it. Yeah, like, I want... <laughs> it was disgusting, and I loved it is the yeah. lag line for their entire relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the the, <laughs> the frustrating... The good thing about this is it makes it clear that every woman in that division has a goal, and that goal is to be the champion. Right, yeah. I do wish that there were more interpersonal felt like there were a lot of blow-offs yeah. mm-hmm. that happened yeah. at, at uh, Elimination Chamber so there wasn't time to build like Alexa didn't have she would have been in the return match or or would have already cheated Naomi out and they would have had a one-on-one yeah. match you would think and they had to scuttle those plans so yeah. it does feel a little bit thrown together but I, I hope that this match not only showcases how great all of them are, but gives us a bunch of storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, if Naomi winds up winning, she wins on the pre-show. Hashtag black women at work. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah that is kind of upsetting to think that like she is... She is the, the has the most tailor-made WrestleMania moment of anybody on the roster. It's her hometown. Yeah. She can win the title. She's over. She's talented. <laughs> like, yeah. here, you know, what we want, we we want you to do this at like six forty five when most people are trying to figure out which old DX T shirt they want to buy <laughs> out of the tables. My friends and I did have a theory is that's why Beyonce lost at the Grammys because it was the same night that Naomi won the belt, and like obviously there can only be one. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's so, it. Well, black ladies, yeah, <laughs> you already you run out, you won with Naomi tonight, so be sit down. Yeah. And that was it. All right. Well, let's talk uh, about some contract signings, right? Very yeah. exciting. We all love contract signings. Contracts. <laughs> contracts. 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 Uh, don't we have a contracts theme song? There it is. Let's just let this bake under the neath of all this. Under the neath. <laughs> under the neath. <laughs> Get under that neath, everybody. As Triple H and Seth Rollins signed a hold harmless agreement for their match. And AJ Styles and Shane McMahon signed a standard 14-word contract for their match. <laughs> Completely legally binding. Now, Triple H versus Rollins is probably the mania match with the longest build. Got off to a rocky start, but would you say that you're invested, Lindsay? I am invested to see Triple H's entrance. Okay. I'm invested in that. I want to see if Stephanie's going to wear like a little sexy romper again, because that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more invested after the promo this week. I thought Triple H's promo was awesome. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was full Triple H. I loved the billionaire story. I just thought he really played into every second of it. He just lived it. And Seth's doing so much better at doing what he should have been doing like a year ago. Yeah. And I guess I don't know who's going to win for sure, unless we're pretending this isn't Triple H's company. But I mean, I, I don't know. So I'm kind of... I, I am and I'm not. Like, I'm not... It's not edge of the seat time, but I'm kind of into it. Well, to be fair, Seth is his dude. So either way, yeah. like in real life, Triple H is going to win. Yes. <laughs> is he going to take the picture of him smiling, like standing <laughs> next to him? <laughs> like he doesn't return someone else? It'll end in a gentlemanly handshake. And yeah. then they will go out for a drink and it will all be very lovely. Oh, it's very sweet. Yeah, for me, it's one of those things where it's like, um, I'm like, I, I just, so much of what happened in between 
uh, when Rollins came back and now I've just straight up forgot. So to me, it feels like it's him rebuilding, reclaiming, re-other stuffing. Yes. But yeah, no, so I'm excited about it because I know that like Seth is going to want to prove himself after now being injured twice. Yeah. So he's going to do great. I know that Trips is not going to let himself get shown (laughs) up by a dude without a knee. He's in the best shape of his life. Again, people, he keeps telling us. Yeah, he's done it. If he says it, it must be true. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like the time he married Steph Stephanie McMahon. He said it. It was true. It was true. He, he is the secret. He's sort of uh, what Ryan Big Guy Reeves <laughs> aspires to be. He's sort of like, you know, he's the Triple H of literature, but Triple H is the Triple H of wrestling. Uh, let's move over to AJ and Shane. I think we all expect AJ to pull the bulk of this match and carry uh, Shane around, especially, as he pointed out rightly, it is a wrestling match. There are no yep. special stipulations. Shane's not going to be jumping off of that giant globe that they're building at the top oh, of the, the stage. Oh, the roller coaster. Yeah. That's a yeah. roller coaster. He's not going to ride that I roller really coaster. I really want to see him jump off the roller coaster. <laughs> of course you do. Like, you I need see it now. I need it, it now. And then fly out, yes. like have it stop, and then he flies. But like, all it just within 10 forward. seconds, uh, as AJ pointed out. Yeah. That's how long he has. What are you expecting from this match? I expect that AJ is going to look great. I expect that Shane is going to sweat. I expect that I'm going to hate Shane's punches. Mm-hmm. But I do think that he's going to like try. Honestly, I would say I almost expect that they've probably been working this match yeah. out. Like this isn't going to be one of those ones where it's like two professionals in the ring who have kind of an idea, but they're calling stuff out. I feel like this is going to be a highly choreographed match. Yes, I agree. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's not as I mean, look, if it's a good match, I don't care if y'all been working on it mm-hmm. for like four weeks. You know, they, they're not calling out spots in Hamilton. And I liked Hamilton, too. <laughs> <laughs> So it's totally fair. I agree, and I like that you're managing your expectations. I feel yeah. like you're gonna get what you want out of this. So that's yeah, because I'm yeah. I'm starting to like I'm starting to get kind of excited, and I think it's the same thing because I know these guys are gonna work. Like they're both committed to putting on a really good match. Whose heart didn't break when they heard the news that Shawn Michaels was asked to do an AJ match, and then they were like, "Hey AJ, you know we talked to you about that Shawn thing. It's almost Shawn." Oh. It's like it's nearly the same letters. It's one letter off. <laughs> it's one That's letter it. off, and like that it's was Sean really if you're sad. Australian. <laughs> they should have kept that quiet. I would have. I would have not revealed that news because everyone that had been like, you know what? No, I'm kind of on board with this. They're going to put the work in. Just went. Oh yeah. man. Um, I think they're going to. Pu- I think they'll pull it out. I think yeah. it's going to be worth seeing. I want to see what Shane's going to jump off. Have you noticed how giant his legs look right now? Yeah. yeah. He nearly busted out of his jeans this week. He's mm-hmm. definitely, he is also in great shape, and he's Huge. been in great shape since he came back. He's 47. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's in great shape. I, and they gave a good psychological way into yep. believing Shane could win, which is that AJ uh, allows his ego to get in the way, and that's why yeah. he loses. It's not because he isn't good enough. Yeah. It's because he thinks too much of himself. So it's going to be an entertaining match. Yeah. No matter what. Uh, let's talk about two of Triple H's other favorite children who will be in action on Sunday. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho for the U.S. Championship. Remember? Chris has that. <laughs> it was already part of the greatest Raw moments in recent memory, but do you guys think it's sustained its momentum in the past week? I'm talking, of course, about this feud. We've had sort of some limited Jericho in the mic time, which seems mm. odd because he's real good at selling yeah. matches. That's the thing that he does. Yeah. yeah. I almost wonder if, like, 
they already know that we're in and that they put the work in on that. So now it's yeah. kind of that scramble to be like, oh shit, the other matches, the other matches. And so now they have to like go <laughs> yeah. do those. I really felt like they pulled back on it this week. Like, yeah. Because they know that we're in on it. Half step back and just be like, hey guys, there's some other shiny stuff. You want to look at this other shiny stuff? The shiny <laughs> stuff will still be here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. I watched um, Raw on Hulu this week. Um, mm-hmm. So I only got the abbreviated version. Yeah, like 10, mm-hmm. like 20 minutes yeah, of it or whatever. Yeah. They show. Is, but yeah, I really, I felt like they pulled back. I agree. But because they know we're like, it's the big toy under the Christmas tree with the shiniest wrapping. Yeah. And we're just like, I want to open that one. And it's like, but you know, that's a good one. Yeah, you can't, you, can, you don't get dessert until you eat your Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so sweaty. Yeah. So sweaty. Oh, God. Brussels sweats. <laughs> sweaty through those baseball jerseys. Oh, that's right. a fetish I don't want to know about. <laughs> Wrestle sweat. Are you? <laughs> I'm a wrestle sweat boy. Yeah. In Osaka, I would sweat through many baseball jerseys. All right, let's talk about more from Raw, where we learned that the women's title match between Sasha, Bailey, Nia, and Charlotte will be an elimination match rather than a standard one fall fatal four way, which I am learning for the first time because I did not watch Raw. <laughs> How so, dare you? Does that match change? Uh, does it? I'm I'm in for that match. I'm already yeah. in for it. Yeah. Like I know it's gonna be good. Yeah. I'm more into it. I am. You're more into it. Than... Yeah, because yeah. I think this adds a dimension that I hadn't anticipated. Because now I don't know for sure who's gonna win. Because now Sasha can screw Bailey without yep. winning. So you mm-hmm. could easily have Sasha eliminate Bailey, or have Sasha cause Bailey to be eliminated by Nia even. Yeah. Without that being the pinfall. So yeah. now I'm like, ooh. So now there's more moving pieces, and now you have a chance to set up multiple feuds within the match. It's, it makes it way more interesting to me. Well played. Well done. Well done, creative. Yeah, well no, done. it's great. It's not just throwing a bunch of people in. Now there's like, you know, because a lot of people have been like, well, the 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 lead up to this has been kind of garbage. Yeah. And now throwing in Naya was kind of not great. But now there's a definite story of yep. the match. Yep. Like, we know that we're going to be seeing, you know, possibly Charlotte or possibly Sasha or Bailey. One of them mm-hmm. might might wind up eliminating each other. It might wind up being that you have Naya just like getting through to the end. Like, we yeah. don't know. And she was um, great this week. She, she was, was fantastic. So I, I like those leg down with her. Yeah. Like, Valley Girl. It's like, Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte. Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Sasha, Bailey, so Charlotte. That's, like, all I've heard <laughs> since, like, I got here. And I was like, <laughs> you're my favorite. All right. Let's talk about another match that got a big rule change, which makes sense when you're less than, what, you're less than a week away. Sure, let's make that tag title match between the club, Enzo and Cass, and Sheamus and Cesaro a ladder match. Was someone drunk? Was someone mm-hmm. drunk? Guys, guys, mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. guys. Yes. Guys. Yes. It's a ladder match. Uh-huh. I know. Didn't there used to be another tag what team? What if that was no a tag way. team who was what so if good at that was really good at ladder? No way. That was, like, super good at ladders. Wouldn't yeah. that be crazy, though? What was their name? I don't know. They had I a, mean, Edge and Christian they, can't come back down yet. No, it can't, it can't the be Dudleys them. just so, left. Yeah, so who, who could it be? Who likes ladders? Oh. Oh, my granddad and his friend used to have a window washing Team business. Angle. Weren't they in a TLC match? <laughs> who else did it? Miz and Morrison? Weren't they I in just, a TLC match? Miz is M&M? already in a match. So. That's true. Obviously, we don't know if that's going to happen. Correct. But I'm going to go ahead and fantasy book my little heart yeah, out. And if do it, it doesn't happen, I'm not going to cry because I've recognized... <laughs> delete Enzo. ...that I did this to delete myself. Delete Enzo. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Just imagine it. Just imagine. All right. We've got them on the ladders. 
Enzo is doing his weird little fucking duck thing or whatever it is he does, the, the, the back and forth, the seesaw thing. It gets kind of dark and you just see fucking Vanguard 1 come down Aww, from the ceiling. Man. How much would you pop? How How, also, it's in Orlando. There's water nearby. We definitely could have Skarsgård dilapidated. We could boat. definitely. That's true. He could be in town. <laughs> now, I don't even care if they come out after the match. Like, I don't need them to be in the match. They can come out after the match and just beat the crap out of people. Be like, with ladders. oh, I don't ladders care, but... are our thing, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly how he'd say it. Here's another. Here's another. <laughs> I'm version. so good at impressions. <laughs> Let's good. say so. You have the the belter hanging from a ring, mm-hmm. and that that's hanging like from a sign, like a WrestleMania sign. Like, it seems mm. like a little lower than usual. So they go to get the the belts towards the end, and you hear whatever fucked up music they used in TNA for the Hardys. I have yeah. no idea. Reby wrote it. Okay. So Reby's music plays, <laughs> and then the sign falls apart to reveal Vanguard 1's been holding the belts <gasps> and just brings them over to the Hardys. Oh, man. There you go. Yep. I mean, they could like that? just Everybody come out and like punch me in the face, and I'd still be into it. So <laughs> yeah. I don't really care I know what the, they do. Yeah, I know they have all the other belts, and they still have their Ring of Honor thing, but also Wait. there's... Do you hear that? Just like Senior Benjamin comes <laughs> out. He was never there. signed with anyone, so he no. could just come out and they'd be like, what's agent. this free agent in the yeah. business? What's this gardener doing here? Oh, I heard he's in the Bullet Club now. <laughs> <laughs> he's member 900 of the Bullet Club. All right, uh, let's talk about the two world title matches that we're all real excited about. Air quotes, Goldberg versus Lesnar 3. I guess wow. we got to talk about Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, don't we? Wow, yeah. I mean, come on. So they're your, do you du- care? your do you SmackDown care? dudes. Do you care? No. You don't care. But it's a party. Yeah. Are you ready to go? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I hope you have enough wine. Do you have enough wine? Do you have enough? Do you oh, have, like, it'll be. Just bladders of Franzia like a- everywhere. <laughs> yeah, a of I've got one of those big hats where you just put two <laughs> bottles of wine inside <laughs> and then just drink them from a straw. Please. It's a party. I'm here for the party. It's totally, yeah. this is what it is. I mean, I know that we've all got our qualms and, and, and otherwise. And no, I'm not super psyched for this match. But you know what? If not, I'll have a fuck of a great time making fun of it or whatever. If WrestleMania yeah. is a party... Is this match the guy who pulls out an acoustic guitar and starts playing more than words? My neighbors. <laughs> Are, is this match your neighbors? In that I had forgotten they were there and then I remembered and I was mildly annoyed. It's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't listen to this. They don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, feels, it feels like a raw feud. It doesn't feel like a mania moment. That's my only issue. I'm like super happy Bray's getting his moment. Bray mm-hmm. deserves this. I love Bray. I want to watch Bray all day long. Sure. Did you see him getting serenaded by that? The barbershop. Oh, the barbershop. Yes. And yes. it made me so, it was like, Eater of Worlds loves barbershop. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. And I was so happy and I want this for him. But I, like, I'd forgotten about Randy. I watched the Luke Harper match. I was like, man, Harper looks amazing right yeah, now. And this does. match looks yeah. awesome. And this could have been our match, you guys. But mm-hmm. no, it, it <laughs> shit is, the bag, Randy. It is Dean I'm Ambrose just, cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I want Dean to be mad about it and be so mad about it he has to change his outfit. Like oh. girls at a party. Like, I cannot believe you wore that. You knew I was going to wear that. He's just that. running around trying to spill wine yeah. on him. Can I, I know it's not included here because it's not a major development. Can we, Can I bring up something I noticed on Talking Smack? Mm-hmm. They had a segment. It was it was Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin giving yep. remote interviews. Tom Phillips was in like some but the same bunker that Zemo was in in Civil War. <laughs> and... All of a sudden, it, this segment ends with Dean Ambrose using a remote control to turn off Baron Corbin's half of the screen. 
Do you know what Dean Ambrose's gimmick is? He's fucking Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you can't smash him with a forklift. <laughs> and he's just a little troublemaker. Can he come out as Ladybugs? Because oh. I'd be into that. Wouldn't that be yeah, great if he hot. fooled Baron Corbin by dressing up? <laughs> it's Ladybug. Over here, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> part of that was when Corbin just then came in the studio. It's like, no, you guys yeah. are in a remote location. Same outfit. <laughs> like, Same outfit. Hey, hey, what's up? I okay. wish he hadn't brought up the forklift twice. It was a game. Yeah. They were both fine. I mean, Dean Ambrose is good on the mic and so is Corbin, but he brought up the, after Dean Ambrose had gone like, the forklift doesn't matter. He's like, yeah, well, I run, ran over the forklift. <laughs> I ran, want to see my tummy? <laughs> I do. Tummy time. But it's been so long. Yeah. I miss it. Smiley, sad I brown need, face. I need some tummy time. I know. I He's keeping it under that Ren Faire vest he wears. Oh, maybe that's what I'll get for my WrestleMania moment. Just a little, <laughs> little bit of tummy time. A little bit of tummy time. Tummy time. Well, every week there's always tons of wrestling to get through. And we didn't talk about Goldberg versus Lesnar, but come on. If we missed anything, start the conversation at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights or hit us up at tightsfights on Twitter for, for what it's worth. I like Bill Goldberg a lot. Personally, I'm sure the match will be fine. Just keep it under five minutes, guys. we got to move it along. We've already <laughs> discussed the present of Mania. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of our favorite past memories. But first, got to tell you about the Max Fun Drive. It's time for you to support Maximum Fun's network of shows, including and especially Tights and Fights. And we're going to tell you how you can do that. Guys, you just heard my voice, and now I'm here on the other side of a brief break where we discuss what are we going to talk to you about. And here's why we're at a loss. Because so many of you have shown your support for the network. We have already over 16,000 new and upgrading members to the Maximum Fun Network. What does that mean? That means support for uh, network-produced shows like ours. But did you know that personally, as this is our first Max Fun Drive ever. And we are already, as a show, over 300 new and upgrading members who've chosen to throw their support to Tights and Fights. What do you think about that, Danielle? I think that's pretty great. But I think that we can do better. I do too. And that's why we set up stretch goals. And I hadn't realized we'd already hit the 300 one, and I saw it and I said, oh, fuck. We're going to do a total <laughs> Divas episode, which is fine for me, but I can't wait to see what happens with Mike. Oh, Mike. I'm Ooh, so excited. He's going to want Now, how is this going to work? Talk to us. Are you going to pick an episode of Tote Steve's? Are you going to pick multiple apps? I kind of think, well, you like know, there is a, there's a new season that's coming out, or, or the, the continuation of yes. this last mm-hmm. season. So I was kind of thinking that maybe we can do a little primer. I mean, the primer is pretty easy. Yes. Um, <laughs> John won't marry Nikki. Other people are there. And then just talk about the new premi- the, the newest episode that's out. Okay. Um, and I kind of like the idea of just throwing Mike into the pool, deep into the pool on Toad Steve's. Yep. Yeah. Me Show too. Him nothing. Show yeah. Him Can't nothing. wait. And then see what he thinks and if it lines up with all the other stuff. Because if he's immediately like, wow, how come Natty's the worst in this? And I can be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so that's already unlocked. That is happening. But when we get to 350, and there are still, if you're listening to this on release day, which is Thursday, yeah, the 30th of March, uh, year of our Lord Seth Rollins 2017. <laughs> Don't know why I picked him. Should have been Jericho. Uh, you have until the end of the day tomorrow to make your donation. So midnight, the stroke of April 1st, April Fool's Day. At that point, the drive will be over. But there's still time. 
if we get another 50, so if we get to 350 new and upgrading members, we're going to do a Lucha Underground bonus episode. That's right. I will descend into the temple. Yeah. <laughs> we'll watch the first episode of Lucha Underground. Can I tell you that uh, Mark Gagliardi, the, my co-host and, and life partner from We Got This, started texting me about Lucha Underground and saying why he liked it. Ha! Suck it, Hal! He's not a wrestling fan. Ha! Suck it, <laughs> But he's into that. So who knows? Uh, I don't know what's wrong with him. So many sicknesses. 400. At 400 new and upgrading members. And I know you can do this. We're going to have a sing-along special. You yes. know you love those great moments where the three of us spontaneously <laughs> break into song. Well, this time, it's not going to be spontaneous. It's going to be spontaneous. Didn't get that right. That's how it works. We're going to take your requests and sing your favorite show tunes, wrestling show tunes, theme songs, wrestling entrance music, anything, whatever you want within reason. Not your original piece that you're going to be doing at the coffee yeah, house don't, next week. Yeah, don't, don't, don't send us the the, the thing you wrote yeah. in college. Don't go into business for yourself. We're not, we're not down with that. But I've been working on something. Right? <laughs> you know what? We want you to get it right for yourself first, and then okay. when it becomes a big hit, we'll cover it. That's, That's how it so works. That's good to me. We believe in you. At 450, we're going to have a WWE Films watch party special. So who could forget such riveting classics as the Marine 1 through 5? I did see the first Marine in the in the theaters. I also saw, Ooh. what was it, 10 rounds? I saw 10 rounds in the theater, 12 too. Rounds. 12 rounds. I saw 12, 12 rounds. rounds. I left early, rounds. so I only saw 10 of them. You saw 10 of the rounds. There's the chaperone. There's Mr. Nanny. There's No Holds Barred. Who knows? We're going to record our review of one of these films, and we will let you pick the film that we review. Is it going to suck? Probably. But at least this way, there'll be a little bit of joy associated with those horrendous scarring memories of these films. All right, here's the big one. 500 new and upgrading members to Max Fun, specifically supporting Tights and Fights. You're going to go to a PWG live show. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Do it. But you're not going by yourself. Mm-mm. You're going with the heel of tights and fights, <laughs> open Mike Eagle himself. <laughs> so we're going to pick out of the people who are donors to the show, and one lucky winner will win the right to Mike Eagle's hand for one night as they accompany him to a live PWG show. Get yourself to L.A., we are not, we are not, uh, we don't have that McElroy money here. We're doing the best we can. We can't bring you and put you up, but hey, you've probably been thinking about coming to visit LA anyway. Why not just time it? You can go to Disneyland. I'll go to Disneyland with you. How's that? I'll go to Disneyland with you. Go to PWG with Mike. That is the hardest ticket in town to it get. It is yep. so hard to get. And a one in 500 chance of getting it is not only better than Mojo Rawley's chances of winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, it is a better chance that you would have of trying to get the tickets on your own. Yep. Mike's got the hookup. He's super Damn cool. You, Mike. So those are our personal stretch goals. Again, thank you to everybody who has joined the network and who has supported our show. We are blown away. Thank I you, mean, guys. We're not even a year old. Yeah, seriously. Thank you all so, so much. And if you're listening to this right now and you're realizing, oh, I didn't even know this drive was happening. I want to get involved. How do I do it? Couldn't be easier. Go to MaximumFun.org. Click the Donate button in the top right. Or just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. You'll go through a form where you'll fill out all your information. You'll set up a recurring monthly donation. Uh, And there are gifts that are associated with those different levels, which we're going to go over at the next break. But when – this is very important. When you're filling out that form, it's going to ask you which shows on the network you listen to. And be honest. Check the ones that that you enjoy. But be sure to include tights and fights. That's how you make sure that your donation 
directly benefits us. It is the easiest thing to do. The MaxFun community is amazing, just like the Tights and Fights community is. So mm-hmm. seeing the two of those come together has been heartwarming. And if you even have an inkling that you want to do it, go right now. Now is the time to do it. Don't set a reminder to do it later. It's super easy. It will take you less than three minutes to do it. And you'll feel great. And you'll be part of our continued success and growth here on the network. Plus, you'll get a bunch of awesome goodies, which I will tell you about later. Go do it now. Thank you. Yeah. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined in the booth by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. Folks, we are just a few days away from the one time of year that mainstream media pretends to care about professional wrestling. It's WrestleMania. It's a day full of memories, thrills, and really dated theme songs. You do if you have to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> so he does have to. They didn't think that through. They didn't think it through. Like if you, how are you going to get there? <laughs> is, is WrestleMania at your house this year? Look, Flo Rida is not that. Be. He is in there yeah, in Florida. It could be at yeah. his, house. <laughs> his house. If he lives in uh, like, Happy Wells Stadium, I'm super into it. But or maybe I don't believe it. Maybe it's just like a like a like a meta thing where he's like, no, I, my house is like I'm Flo Rida. I'm from Florida. Yeah. Like, the world is my house. Like, <laughs> Anywhere in the world, you are welcome. <laughs> well, all that aside, WrestleMania has left us with really great pro wrestling memories. I'll say personally, one of my all-time favorites is Ricky Steamboat wrapping up mm. Randy Savage in a small package to win the, Intercontin- the Intercontinental title in, full- in front of what I think is uh, 897 million people at this point, <laughs> the Pontiac Silverdome in 1987. At WrestleMania 3, which I watched closed circuit at the Philadelphia Spectrum with my parents, a young 10-year-old Hal, uh, (laughs) watching WrestleMania 3 and thinking it was all 100% real and crying when Roddy Piper retired. Lindsay, top WrestleMania moment. Let's hear it. Don't say Rusev's tank. (laughs) Hey, is it Rusev's tank? I really really like Rusev's tank, you guys. (laughs) Uh, I was watching it. I watched that one immediately. I was like, oh, my God, Rusev's tank. Um, We were watching it on – we'd been out. I'd missed the first hour, and I was watching it on the network, and the network cut out as the tank came down the ramp. And my reaction – um, caused my former neighbors, not current, to come round to see if I was all right <laughs> because I lost my mind. I was screaming at the TV, it was flipping out. Yeah, I had lost that tank because that tank was beautiful. Um, but if it was not the tank, it could be the tank. There were two that I couldn't, I couldn't decide. There were two. So there's one that was really. I think this was really formative on my love of wrestling and possibly why I'm such a Toasties fan and why I love the storytelling. Is one of the first moments I really remember sticking with me as a young child that feel like it's not even appropriate for a young child was the Miss Elizabeth, Ric Flair, Randy Savage storyline that oh, culminated yeah. at Mania. 
And I was obsessed with that because I used to watch, um, I doesn't say Dynasty, but Dynasty for the American <laughs> listeners. Uh, you can say Dynasty. Yeah, we used to watch yeah. Dynasty. Me and my mother, Mata, Mata and I, <laughs> yeah. um, used to watch Dynasty and Dallas together. And I was obsessed with those shows. And again, Do you mean Dallas? Dallas and, <laughs> and Dynasty. Dallas and Dynasty. And I, I was obsessed. And I probably, again, too young to be watching like really soapy, trashy stuff. But I, I was keen. So then it was like you took the wrestling thing that I loved. And then they took the soap opera thing that I loved and they made it one thing. Yeah. And I I was obsessed. And when and I believed it, same thing. I thought it was real. I'm like, oh my God, how she couldn't have cheated on Randy. Like, they're true love. This is crazy. And they're so glamorous mm-hmm. and amazing. Mm-hmm. And I you know, they say they have this naked photo of her, and this is driving me insane. And I don't want to see that, but I want to know what this is about. For sure. Uh, but then you know, like Brett Austin, whatever. So <laughs> it depends who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to the Tights and Fights community who love me and I love them and they accept me for who I am, it would definitely be the Savage Flair match. Um, and if it's like horrible people that are mean about ladies liking wrestling, it would be like, oh my God, Bret Hart and like Stone Cold Steve Austin with the sharp suja that ends yeah, in the bleeding. Man, like, like the, man, that was yeah. like such a moment. Just like the punch. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Like Ken Shamrock. Remember he gave Billy the back suit? Like, yeah, he's like, you gotta, can't do turn. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it's like such a moment. But it's really Rusev's <laughs> tank, right? Rusev's tank. Rusev's tank. Baby wants tank. I also like his like uh, declaration of like, Rusev's tank. What's going on in here? <laughs> yeah. I want to start using that now. Everybody, let's all start. Let's make a promise to one another. Rusev's tank. That we're going to start using that. Instead of Great <laughs> Caesar's <laughs> Ghost. Rusev's tank. Rusev's tank. Look at this sandwich. Danielle, favorite WrestleMania moment? Uh, I know it's like a more recent moment, but I have to say that like there were... One of the most satisfying victories was was Daniel Bryan's victory. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I know it's a more recent moment, but I just feel like, honestly, part of it is because that was really one of the last times when we had such um, we had such a clear and resolution. Even if he didn't win, obviously it was amazing that he won. But we had such a clear storytelling resolution to a story that had been well told and had been well told for years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people got injured and people left and that's why that happened. But I was watching it with my one of my roommates at the time and we both cried bad just like a, and he's yeah. like he's like a fun dude his whole thing is like yeah I'm like I'm fun I'm like a gentleman scumbag I'm like a little bit of a dirtbag well like that's his whole thing <laughs> and we were just sitting there like eating those crappy like dollar Totino's pizzas <laughs> and like is he single <laughs> possibly <laughs> and like drinking high life and just like watching it on the couch and when he when Daniel Bryan won just like tears streaming down our faces. Um, And I think that it affected a lot of people that way because it was such a well-told underdog story. And for him to have to win twice in one night Mm -hmm. along with everything else. And then obviously you can't talk about that without talking about the fact that we know what came after. And this is the only... Oh, I'm almost tearing up thinking about it. This is like the only big WrestleMania moment that that dude's going to get. And that's the culmination of his career. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's always a big one for me. That always gets me right in the feels, as the kids say. Yeah. Yeah. Rusev's tank. What a great moment. Uh, Rusev's tank gets me in a different kind of feels. <laughs> Is there a tank way up. to patch Daniel Bryan holding both belts onto a picture of Rusev's tank? Oh. And I could, just, hey. I could just look at that all day. While you're doctoring up those uh, WrestleMania <laughs> yeah. 2000 posters, somebody, can you please put a triumphant Daniel Bryan holding both the WWE World and Heavyweight Championships aloft on Rusev's tank? Uh, please. 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 Please put it at facebook.com forward slash groups. 
forward slash tights fights. While we're on the subject of moments, WWE, through Michael Cole, does their best to label everything as a WrestleMania moment, from the championship matches to the backstage skits. To what extent does does this policy undercut the idea of actual WrestleMania moments for you, Danielle? When I, everything, like, this Snickers ad is a real WrestleMania <laughs> moment. I mean, they're technically not wrong. It is a moment that happened at WrestleMania. <laughs> but it's also like, I, I feel... I understand that they want to give everyone on the roster a chance to be a part of this huge thing. And obviously, I think of... Because that's not a business decision. It's not a business decision to make all of these matches where you can get everyone on. Because obviously, it's giving them a a bigger payday and all this other stuff. So that's not a business decision. That's a decision of, hey, no matter who you are in the company, big or small, we are going to hopefully try to find some way to get you involved in this because we know that this might be the biggest moment of your career and we want to give you that. I appreciate every time I get mad about two dudes or whatever, I know that for once that's a decision that is being made with the best of intentions and with the biggest hearts to try to give people these moments. Is it a classic WrestleMania moment? Is it a memorable WrestleMania Mm -hmm. moment? No, but it was one of the biggest moments of someone's life. Lindsay, what do you think? Too <laughs> much? Um, Too much with the WrestleMania yeah, moments? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page of Danielle. Like, I, yeah. like, Zack Ryder winning was a WrestleMania moment for him. Yes. Was it a WrestleMania moment for WrestleMania history? Like, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. Like, you get your individual moments for the, the performer. Um, like, this isn't a moment you're selling me a Slim Jim. Like, don't call it a moment. Like... Yeah. You know, there's things like... There yeah, don't put it on a top 10 list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just think they throw it around too much. But is that not the culture we live in now? I don't know. Right. And I want to say stop it with the commercials, but like Southpaw was a commercial. <laughs> it's the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it's the happened. best thing they've yeah. ever done. And Rusev Snickers commercial. Yes, with a dance I have oh, braces so and I can't good. eat a Snickers. I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm going to I'm gonna choke one down. <laughs> that just cut into small pieces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I, can ma- I mean, let's be honest. We'll just find a way. Love finds a way. Love finds a True love. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Shape it into a tank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Final question. Have you guys ever had a WrestleMania that was just so chock full of happenings that you just felt exhaustively satisfied by the end of it? Like, say, WrestleMania X7, the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Uh, X7 is a really good WrestleMania. Yes. It's between that yeah. one and and not just because I've been there and I know I joke about it, but 19 is a really good WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever been any one pay-per-view where I've left and I've just been like, ooh, that was good for me. Was that good for you? <laughs> like, I don't know if I've ever just been so like, good for you, you don't even really care. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, there have definitely been a bunch of them where I've been like, oh, that was really fun and that was super great. Um, but there's never been one where I've been like, Top to bottom, every single thing that happened all night long um, was perfect and wonderful, and I am in a bliss coma. You should watch X7 again. Yeah. You should watch your face again. <laughs> I do. Every time I look in a mirror, I watch my damn face. Fine. Fine. <laughs> well, this took a turn. What do you think, Lindsay? Um... Uh, you guys. Uh, yeah, when I, did we get heat? I know. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's like, I don't know which side I'm on. Uh, Danielle's. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, it's the closest I've come to it. And I think it's massively influenced. I should preface it by saying massively influenced because A, I was there, and B, Daniel Bryan was 30. Mm-hmm. And to be at 30, I think 
it would have been so different to watch it at home, but to be there and to see Taker lose and see Daniel mm. Bryan win, like to see Cesaro win the Battle Royal, like that we just got so many wins. Like there were more wins than losses. Like skipping over Bray Cena, skipping over the women's match, which was kind of a clusterfuck because they just threw everyone in right after Taker lost. And it was like, hey guys, look at this. And we were all like, what? what? <laughs> ladies are our, ladies. I don't what? It's yeah, our zombie, AJ. Our zombie dad just died. Like, don't. yeah, it was rough. <laughs> but they something had to go after it, which is terrible timing. Yeah. Um. But the feeling of when he won the euphoria of it just carried over for so long, and to be in New Orleans was insane because everyone came out. And they were so up and everyone was happy and we everyone walked from the stadium back into the city and everyone was chanting and singing and it was joyous. It's like when your team wins, right? Yes. Like everyone's yeah. leaving right. the stadium Except and everyone's happy. it was happy. everyone's team. There yeah. were no two teams. It was everyone's team oh. and it felt so great. Like last year leaving felt like dog shit. You're just like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Now we have to get back to in Dallas. Well, just, I can't wait to hear your report from this year. <laughs> yeah. It's going to make last year look like uh, WrestleMania X7 or 19. Thank you. Or 30. Or 30. <laughs> well, WrestleMania always activates our nostalgia. So be sure to tell us about your favorite moments at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights or at Tights Fights on Twitter. In fact, find the clip. Do the work, people. Share it. Let us all see it and enjoy the feelings that you feel. You can at me for that. Duh, yes, you can at. <laughs> you can at you me for that. You are allowed to at. You can at me. Up next, we've got the three count. But first, we got to discuss the great things that you're going to get once you become a member of Maximum Fun and throw your support to Tights and Fights. That's coming up. Guys. What did I tell you? I'm a person of my word. I said I was going to tell you about all the stuff you get when you become a member of Maximum Fun and support Tights and Fights, and now I'm going to do it at the $5 level. That's your minimum monthly recurring donation. You set it, forget it, you're ready to go. Oh, 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 oh. You get exclusive bonus content, not just from Tights and Fights, but from every show on the network. That's 20-plus episodes of the greatest podcasts on the planet. Mm. Uh, and our episode uh, is really fun. It was uh, Danielle and myself answering your questions. We did a little Q&A. A little Q&A's. A little Q&A's <laughs> with you. And you can hear that at the $5 level. Now, let's say you're feeling real generous. You want to move up to $10 per month. Well, you're going to get a drive exclusive enamel pin. What? Yes. Everybody loves enamel pins, y'all. It's sweeping the nation. It's rocking the world. It's enamel pins. And uh, the, the one that's specific to tights and fights is really cool. And you get to pick the design so you can look around and pick the pin that's right for you. The one that fits right in your jean jacket or your backpack <laughs> or wherever you're putting them. Your suspenders at TGI Friday. On your suspender when you're when you're doing your TGI Friday shift and you throw it on there. <laughs> Don't you want the swinging steel chair of tights and fights? So that you can, by God, it's a foreign object. That's what you get at the $10 level. And I should point out, I'm going to go all the way up to $35 a month. And at any level, you're going to get all the gifts that come underneath. So at the $10 level, you're not only getting the pin, but you're getting that bonus content. Now let's stack it up. You're at $20 a month. You're yeah. doing well. And I, I know you're all great at your jobs. So they're finally giving you the raise you deserve. <laughs> Got a little extra cash and you want to throw $20 per month to the network and support us. You're going to get a keep-in-touch kit. What is that? 
Well, for you kids out there who are always glued to your cell phones, including both of the ladies in the booth with me right now, it's a way that you can write some notes and letters to the important people in your life. So you get stationary a set of cards, nine custom-made cards, plus envelopes, three different designs, all designed by Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. Yeah. But that's not all. You get what? a four-color rocket pen. What? Yeah. You can pick the color. And a getting there rocket stamp <gasps> that you can just put all over what? the envelope. You can do whatever you want with that. It's not just for stationery. Just stamp it all over. Be a kid again <laughs> with your with your stamp. And then you also get a rocket candle. It smells like a freshly sharpened pencil, friendship, and a little bit of wax. Because hey, it's a candle. What did you expect it to smell like? <laughs> a, a lighter? Don't be crazy on me. That's at the twenty dollar level. Finally. The $35 per month level, not only do you get the Keep in Touch kit, you get the enamel pin, you get the bonus episodes, you get a pair of rocket engraved beer mugs. What? Yes, they're beautiful. I've seen them. You could put the candle. Now, all right. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Did you you guys ever have like a Sweet 16 or anything? Do you ever have a memory glass? You guys know what that is? Memory glass? Mm -mm, What's a memory glass? Well, when you have your bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. The, the kids, usually some of the girls in the seventh grade class, go and gather little bits of everything that was at your bar mitzvah. They put it in a mug and then they melt wax over it. And then they give it to you. So it's a reminder of all the things that happened that day. Oh, that's nice. So I had in my room a wax-covered cup of garbage <laughs> for years. <laughs> but you can do it right. You can fill. Imagine you get two of these mugs, so one you drink out of. The other one you fill with some of your favorite Max Fun memories. Maybe the enamel pin goes in there, or maybe it's too busy uh, on your bandana that you wear when you're doing your cookie shift at TGI Fridays. I don't know. However you use it. Uh, but you could then melt the candle over top and make your own memory glass. Crazy. Or you can Crazy just talk. drink beer by candlelight like Dracula would. Yeah, that's, <laughs> how that's cool where I'm would at. you be? So here's how I you can get... put any liquid in there, right? <laughs> Anything you want. You can put, put some wa- anything. Put some wine in there. You can. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Water? What? Coffee? What? <laughs> Milk? What? <laughs> apple juice? What? what? Uh, I could put a nice apple teeny in there. What? <laughs> put a big apple teeny in there. What? You could put what? Mania sized apple teeny in there. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my WrestleMania. But you can't do any of that unless you go and donate. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. You go to maximumfund.org forward slash donate. Or you go to MaximumFun.org, go to the homepage, and click that Donate button at the top right. And then there's a form to fill out. You'll give all your information. You'll give them your credit card info so you can set up very easily your recurring monthly donation. And then it's going to ask you what shows you listen to on the network. This is the very important part. If you want your favorite Max Fun shows to benefit directly from your donation, you have to check the box next to that podcast. And we sure hope that you will check the box next to Tights and Fights. Because we love doing the show for you, and your donations are what allow this show to happen. So get on it. You're thinking about it right now. I know you are. Thinking about making that memory glass. Start making the memories right now and do it while it's fresh in your mind. Go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate, and you'll be getting the gifts, but we'll be the ones who feel like we've received presents. Presents in the form of your presence online as a Maximum Fun member. Mm. And now, let's get back to the fun, y'all. Yeah. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland, and I'm joined today by Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk. 
every week, we like to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. All right, Danielle, you're up first. What are you putting over? I uh, am putting over, because y'all know how much I love friendship. <laughs> um, recently, WWE was in Montreal doing a house show, and house shows are where things get lit now. It used to be back in the days you'd go to a house show, and it would just be people practicing for things that were going to happen on, on TV, and it didn't feel as important. And now it's a place where people get to be kind of loose and have fun. I guess the idea being that, like, if you're going to put people on the road for that long, you should probably let them enjoy their jobs sometimes. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> Uh, at in Montreal, you had a match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Aww. And after the match, as Kevin is walking up the ramp and he's about to go back into Gorilla, Sami gets on the mic and he says a bunch of this. I don't like Kevin Owens. That's not a secret, right? But it sounds to me like a lot of you people do like Kevin Owens. I don't. I haven't for a very long time. But after we just went through, I have to say that I do respect you. And whether you like him or not, you have Yeah, it is. It's totally like trying to tell you I love you without saying one, four, I love three. you. One, four, three. One, four, three. So he, so uh, Sammy goes on to talk about how great Kevin is and how, how great it was that someone from Montreal came, the huge champion that Kevin Owens is and how much he respects him. And he keeps throwing in the, I don't like you, I don't like you. It's like, all right, whatever, calm down, kayfabe. Um, <laughs> and you can see that Kevin is friggin' crying on this yeah. cell phone video. Sobbing. And he's like sobbing. sobbing. Um, and he's trying to hide it, but like he can't. And so Kevin gets the mic and he says a bunch of words in French that I can't possibly pronounce after Sammy has basically been like, I appreciate you. This is great. I'm blah, blah, blah. He says, damn it, I hate you. And then like walks off. Yeah. Um, and it was great. So if you can track that clip down. Please watch it because it is a stellar, stellar version of um, of some real, some real good friendship. And Sammy saying like, "Hey, I don't even care what happens at WrestleMania. Like right now, us in Montreal, this is my WrestleMania." Uh, and it was just, it was just really nice. It was just really nice from old Sammy Sam. So, yeah. Lindsay, uh, I chose the Goldberg <laughs> interview on uh, Edging Christine's new podcast this week. Uh, which surprised no one more than me because I don't give two shits. Um, <laughs> wow. But I can't, I don't care. Okay, okay. I kind of care about maybe what's going to happen at the end of the match. Who's going to come out? What's going to happen? But yeah. I don't care. But I really enjoyed the interview, which I was surprised about. I, I, I admit that I watched every episode of the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness because I'm freelance and I have nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I like bought into those guys at this point. I'm in. I'm all in. I'm gonna listen to what they've got. Uh, and it was. It's interesting. It's first episode, so whatever. Like, but it was a great, great first episode. The interview with Goldberg. I'm just so worried about his health. Like, he legitimately sounds like he might just die at Mania. He talks about like gaining 100 pounds and eating all the steak and not doing any cardio. And like it's very defensive. I'm like, guys keep saying I can't go, but like I've been eating a lot of steaks from my massage chair where I'm conducting this interview. It's such a weird interview, but it kind of made me way more interested in the match. And also, uh, he talked about going into his kid's school because I don't know if he's mentioned this once or twice. He's doing this so he can show his kid what he used to do. Um, I've been worried about his kid's welfare and I was vindicated by uh, this segment that we have. I'm standing in front of the class 
and I look at my son, and my son thinks I'm a dick. Let's be perfectly honest. You know, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a drill sergeant you know, with, with a heart. But, I mean, my, my oh, job what... is not, not to be his buddy. My exactly. job is to be raising an extremely responsible member of society. Oh, Lord. Right. Sounds like a barrel and on the, the love <laughs> and the admiration and the, just the joy that I saw in my son's eyes as I stood in front of his class with that universal title, man. I mean, it was the coolest thing ever. Kid that, got beat up immediately. Yeah. Oh, he that, did all of this just so his kid would like him. I, I will tell you. <laughs> Try just not being a dick. Let him eat um, candy once in a while. Let him have a soda. That is no kayfabe. That is for real Bill Goldberg from talking to him like he's way into yeah. kids having manners and yes ma'am, no ma'am, and how you conduct yourself. Military dad. Military yeah. dad. But also yeah. let's go ride ATVs, son. Yeah. <laughs> he does talk a lot in the uh, podcast about just going and buying a car. Yeah. He's like, I had a bad day. I bought a car. I was like, wow, it must suck to be you, Bill. Wow, just, uh, <laughs> you just had to... I want to know that wealth someday. I don't want yeah. anybody to not have it. I just want it to. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. All right. I'm glad that he gets to be both wealthy and have a child who loves him again. <laughs> but thinks he's a dick. <laughs> As is the correct and proper way of a pre- preteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll appreciate me when I'm older. No, he won't. <laughs> Get ready to pay them bills. Pay all the therapy bills. <laughs> Uh, well, he I... speared my heart. This <laughs> <laughs> is autobiography. <laughs> Since Mike is not able to join us this week, I decided to put over a moment from something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Uh, he recently did an episode about Roddy Roddy Piper, which is a fascinating and very touching at the end uh, episode of the podcast because they were very close friends. But uh, one of the highlights of the show is Bruce Pritchard's impressions of all the people he's worked with over the years, uh, including a new one that makes its debut in that episode. Let's listen. Tell everybody who you're doing. There's some Shuley who's listening right now has no idea who you're doing. Johnny Ace. <laughs> oh, that's good. Did you see how good Vince's arms looked yesterday? Oh, my God. That one vein almost made my vein pop out, if you know what I mean. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, poor oh, way, I got the one-legged wrestler. He's really good. He's a lot older than you guys said. He doesn't even look like he's missing a leg. He walks around like you and me. Wow. That's my favorite. Is that a new haircut, Vince? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Further in the episode, he does make reference to uh, that California dude gimmick that he did. Yeah. He goes, hey, let's go out on skateboards. Cowbunga, dude. <laughs> Just brilliant. Listen to that episode. Oh. oh, and if you want to hear his Iron Sheik, listen to the WrestleMania 13 episode. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Something real special. Uh, Austin did a Iron Sheik in- impression on his uh, he did? Adam Cole he podcast, did? too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he tells a fantastic story, actually. You should check that out. But, oh, my God, um, I'll, I will. I'll, I won't spoil that for anyone. It's kind of racist. <laughs> Got to listen to No. It's kind of racist. No way. Not an Iron Sheik just, impression. Just Never. Touch. Just the touch. Never, Bubba. All right. <laughs> that does it for Tights of Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Daniel Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin. If you've enjoyed hearing Lindsay on the show this month, go buy her books. Darn it. Mm. We'll have a link on our show page at MaximumFun.org. Our producer is Julian Burrell, the man who cried during Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. I love you. I'm sorry. Senior producer of Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. 
Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on iTunes and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much once again to all of the new and upgrading members who've chosen to support Tights and Fights. You make this show possible. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.